Welcome back to Footsteps in the Attic, the podcast dedicated to all things strange and all things paranormal. want to send a quick shout out to my dear, dear friend, Jeannie Bisson. Some of you may know her as Hollywood from the TV series Glow. Well, Jeannie happens to sell incredible artisan soaps, and you can find her shop on Etsy or just type in at Google Hollywood Botanica, and that's Botanica with a K, not a C. You're going to see her wide range of soaps that she has that she makes herself incredible. I'm just going to tell you I ordered some and we're so excited to get them because you just got to check out the photos and all the varieties she has. I would highly recommend going there, Hollywood Botanica. Check it out. You're going to want some soap, (laughs) especially now that it's hot. But got to clean up, got to shower often in this heat. I hope everyone's having a great summer so far. We've got some interesting topics to talk about today, although I would classify this as a mini-episode. Read a very cool article that the New York Post put out, and I am not going to get into the little minute details because it's very technical and scientific, and it requires uh, a lot of um, thought as you're just sitting down and reading it, so I don't want to bore people to death. But in essence, scientists in Alaska have discovered evidence of a parallel universe that exists where time runs backward. So imagine a version of you, but younger, and potentially evil. Because, you know, that's how they're always portrayed on television. Parallel universe, there's like evil us. But seriously, I mean, that's pretty wild. Uh, I guess the Benjamin Button syndrome is real. Although I've always been curious, how does that work if you're a baby here and there's an even younger version of you somewhere else? But um, really cool. Check it out. New York Post article on Parallel Universe. Really cool. Kind of leads me into uh, another topic, which I actually found out about about two years ago, but I was just reminded of it, that octopi which I believe is the plural for octopus, are, in fact, alien. Now, this isn't me uh, throwing this out as a maybe. This is what scientists have determined, that based on their genetic makeup and their ability to camouflage, that octopus, octopi, can't be from Earth. That most likely, this is what scientists concluded, that their DNA came down with a comet and when it hit the water it formed and blah 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 it did its thing and next thing we know we have octopi in the water I think that's a very kind way of saying from the scientific community that yes there is alien life because they've literally just declared that so yes there are aliens and when you look in the water and you see an octopus that's living proof (laughs) Now, who knows? They could be pets for a higher race of beings. I don't know. But I know that that's an admission from the scientific community that there is indeed life that exists beyond Earth. So, there we go. Um, I got a really incredible email from a friend of mine, and I had permission to talk about this on the show today. And I'm not going to use her name or her friend's name, but... um, Essentially, he's gotten into 
worship of Egyptian gods, one god in particular, and he's run into some trouble. Now, it's is kind of ironic that I got this email because I recently read an article about the Oculus Anubis. And for those of you who are not familiar with that, I highly recommend looking that up. Uh, just type it in in Google, uh, Oculus Anubis. It's this estate in Oregon where this wealthy family of doctors, who I believe got in trouble for embezzlement of some kind because they were funding this giant temple that they built to the god Anubis. So you can go up to these elaborate gates which they created, but FYI, for those of you who want to travel there to see it, they have security cameras and they will not let you on the property. So just know you're going to get as far as the gate. Um, but behind these gates, which is visible, is about a 30-foot statue of Anubis. And on the property itself, they've built sort of temples to this god. So I don't know what this family was doing or what was going on, but it's very interesting that this exists and it's something you can go check out. So just a little uh, fun fact for you. But this email was about her friend who got into worship of the Egyptian god Sobek. Now, Sobek was a crocodile god. He had the head of a crocodile. In some um, depictions, he's full crocodile. And essentially, now again, this is all from memory, so please forgive me. I could have some facts wrong, but I believe he was the god of water, um, fertility, and like military strength or military prowess. So her friend sort of got off the path of Christian or Christianity and got into... Egyptian worship and I think wanted some degree of power and wanted to feel like he had some abilities beyond normal earthly abilities and so he built this um, he built this altar in his home for Sobek and he would light candles and pray to this statue that he had of it but he recently woke up with scratch marks and that freaked him out because they were sort of like claw marks I'm not saying in particular a crocodile Mark, but something thereof, something like that. Um, and then it got a little more progressive and he found a bite mark, a very deep bite mark on his lower back, two puncture marks, again, reminiscent of like teeth, like crocodile teeth. And again, I'm not directly saying that that's what it is, but it was enough that it freaked him out that he told his friend who then emailed me about it. So um, she basically wanted my advice on what he should do. I don't know if he's going to listen, but what I would recommend him doing as a, as a chopper goes off in the background, sorry about that, is that he gets some sage and he does a clearing. I would recommend that he dismantle his altar. If he's comfortable using holy water, I would do that. If not, he could, um, just as a little extra protection, take the water from a Jericho plant, which he could get in any botanica, that's very good for protection energy. It kind of looks like a dead weed, like a tumbleweed, but you put it in water and it appears that it comes to life. It's a very cool mystical plant that may be something he could do to feel a little more protected. But I will email my friend more in detail about what she could tell her friend. Now, 
The reason I wanted to share this story is because I just want to warn people who are into worshiping deities to be very careful who you put your time and energy toward because you may get a response that you don't want. So please do your homework, do your research, and really be careful about who you're giving your soul energy to because there have been way too many stories I've heard about horrific things happening to people and I don't want that to happen to any of you. So please, for me, stay away from Ouija boards. Stay away from worshiping ancient Egyptian gods. <laughs> stay away from worshiping demons. There are many demons out there. Just please avoid it for your safety and uh, that will certainly make me a happy person because <laughs> uh, you guys are the best and I want you guys safe. So this was a mini episode. I know it's not the longest, but I just wanted to throw this quick story out there. I will have a full episode coming up, maybe even later today, but definitely in the next couple days. It's exciting. I got a few topics on the agenda. So for now, this is Brian Hobson for Footsteps in the Attic. <laughs>